Everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my co-host. Am I here today? Yeah, <laughs> barely. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Daddy Bear Eric. Yes. And you guys, we have very special guests coming on today, which we're super excited yes. about. It is the ladies, Danny and Keely. Is that how you say her name? I Keely. So. Yeah. From the company Coming Out Happy. They are life coaches, um, and they're going to talk to us about coming out happy, about um, being LGBT. They focus on life coaching for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, so we're going to dive into all of that with them. But before that, today is a very special day. Why? Because it is somebody's <laughs> if I can push the <laughs> birthday. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, I'm one year older. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm old. It's your birthday. I'm old. It's old lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Party Bear. I still want to call you Party Bear. Daddy Bear Eric's yeah. birthday today. Yeah. What is your big birthday like celebration wish, even though we're in COVID and shit? You know, I'm I'm actually getting it this year because last year we were in full lockdown and um I couldn't do anything. So this yeah. year we I get to see people and get to go out and we still have to be a little responsible and safe, but yeah, at least I get to see people and that's I know. I'm so happy with that. Well, actually, um Eric and I haven't seen each other since before around Christmas. Yeah. It's been a cause Well, I caught the Rona. No, he was asymptomatic yes. and he's negative now and he's totally fine. And I isolated and he did I did everything thing. I need and I took a million tests that I had and mm-hmm. I did everything I had to do. Um, which I'm so grateful that I was fine, but yeah, I did. You know, yeah. it's happening. It's everybody Everyone. and their yeah. mother is getting sick with a cold yeah. or Miss Corona. So I, I was very lucky. I actually went for like three mile runs in the middle of it because yeah. I had no symptoms. So yeah, it was... you were you were actually okay. I checked yeah. up on you almost every single you did. day. Everyone like, did. Are you alive? Yeah. Are you dead? <laughs> I just kept waiting. I was like, when am I going to get sick? I know. But you I didn't. never did. I know. But it's your birthday today. So Yay. at least we're going to do something. Yes. Because you know how I am. I'm really big on birthdays. I know you love your I birthdays love and you birthdays. love your holidays. You know why? I think birthdays are special because you made it another fucking year. <laughs> You're alive. And with this one, it's a miracle. <laughs> It's a miracle I made it here With today. With her lifestyle. <laughs> hey, I'm surprised she didn't wind up this time in TJ in a gutter or at the end of a gangbang or somebody's Kermit frogging him. Who knows? I mean, the Who weekend knows? is young. It is. It is. <laughs> the weekend is young. <laughs> but you guys, um, we're gonna come. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna have our guests um, from coming out happy on the show. We're gonna dive into everything that they do with their company and their story and all of that. So we will be right back, you guys. Bye. <laughs> On Who Invited Her, we're not all about the boys. Ladies, we got you covered too. Hers is a health and wellness brand that helps women take the stress out of taking care of themselves. Women juggle a million things. And booking appointments, sitting in waiting rooms, and waiting in pharmacy lines are at the bottom of that list. Hers offers access to high-quality medical care and products from acne to female hair loss to birth control and more. They will connect you to FDA-approved treatments backed by science. See results where other treatments fall short. Ever want to go to the dermatologist but stress about figuring it out? 
Hers provides access to customizable prescription skincare from the comfort of your own sofa without the hassle of going to a dermatologist's office. Hers is customized acne care powered by doctors. Hers offers a customizable prescription strength cream that, if appropriate, can be prescribed based on your skincare needs. Better yet, visit our website right now and get a 90-day money-back guarantee. Try the products as directed by the provider for 90 days and you can get your money back for any reason. Plus, right now, you can try these products out for only $10 a month the first two months. Try hers today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to whoinvitedher.net slash hers. That's H-E-R-S for your free visit. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if the prescription is appropriate for you. See website for full details and safety information. That's whoinvitedher.net slash hers. H-E-R-S. Everybody, we are back from break. Um, we have refilled drinks and we're ready to go. And we have our very special guests today that are going to be joining us for the rest of the episode. Um, these two ladies, Danny and Kate Keeley, are from Coming Out Happy. They have they're life coaches. This is going to be really interesting. I have a lot of questions for you guys. <laughs> Hi, ladies. How are you? How is your morning? Oh, we're doing great. We're so happy to be here, and can't wait to have a good time. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to get into it. So, for our listeners. You guys have a company here in San Diego called Coming Out Happy, and you focus on life coach for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, yes. First off, I want to so people know what is the difference between a life coach, a therapist, or a counselor. Like, Ooh. I'm sure people are going to want to know. Question. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, what's the difference? So, how does one become a life coach? What is entailed in that, and how is that different from counseling and a therapist? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are definitely a couple of different ways to become a life coach. Like there are a lot of schools and schooling to get into that. Um, But the difference between a therapist and a life coach is usually that uh, therapists focus a lot on uh, deep rooted traumas and really just digging into people's pasts and just taking them step by step of like how to handle their everyday lives and just making sure that they're having a really uh, healthy mental health and taking care of themselves. And a lot of our clients too, they work with a therapist as well. A lot of what we do as life coaches is focusing on the tools to really move you forward in your relationships and your life. For example, a lot of our clients come to us because, and mostly we work with queer adults that come to us because they want to focus on how to have healthy relationships. So a lot of what we do is like providing tools to help them navigate that. I'm sure everyone knows being a queer adult, uh, dating, it can be really challenging sometimes. A single, and, single uh, queer adult. Yes. Is yeah, it can be yeah, really challenging. Me. So. me too. <laughs> it's a lot of, but it's a lot of fun. So really just like navigating those different parts is a lot of what we focus on, mm-hmm. um, our specialty and moving people forward so that they feel really authentic and confident in who they are. Yeah. Um, and, and for our listeners, you two are in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. did, did you start, um, coming while well, coming out happy actually is from Danny's you wrote a book with the same yeah. title, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> you did. You, yeah. you, you yeah. did your research. Oh, I always do my research. Yeah. Yeah. Who are these two? I know. So yeah. wait, how did the book come about? And then I know, Danny, you were working corporate for a while, and you were still yeah. wanting to get into the life coaching. So how did coming out hap- 
how happy how did that come about how did the business start where did what is the book about and like how did this journey of the company start for you guys are you ready for this yes this is a crazy story <laughs> this is fun but i'll let you start and then we'll yeah. kind of we'll, we kind of go back and forth because it's so intertwined and how it yeah. all started yeah because so, i know the story but i want you to tell it for the audience <laughs> yeah it's a lot so growing up, I really struggled with who I was. I struggled with all of the relationships that I was having. I always settled for less than I deserved in every single part of my life. And there came a point where I was in a really toxic relationship. And I looked at myself and I was like, if I continue to go another day, I will literally never be happy. We'll always do things to make sure other people are happy. Other people are taken care of. And I was like, I'm done. I need to start taking care of myself. So I broke up with her. I started to focus on myself, started to focus on my own healing, gave myself love. And then I started to realize that I had an important message to uh, share. So I started making YouTube videos, actually, and just posting about how we can all change our lives and we can become the person that we want to be. So I started posting these videos on YouTube and then started making songs and literally posted her plug here she goes Danny Max plug it plug it, plug it. <laughs> no, wait that sounded horrible <laughs> <laughs> not in that way don't cancel us to send all your hate mail to daddy bear no I'm kidding send it to me <laughs> this is a queer podcast yes. so <laughs> it's very queer <laughs> Yeah, so I started making songs and I was like, I need something that like people can really be a part of. So I started writing this book about my experience, my journey. And I was like, people just need to see that they can transform their life. So I wrote the book coming out happy. And I started selling it online. Um, This was back when I lived in New York a bunch of years ago. So I started promoting it and I actually became a life coach. I think it was about like six or seven years ago. And then I took a break because for some reason, when I was back in New York, it just wasn't working the way that I thought it would. Mm -hmm. And I took a break from it. I started working corporate jobs here and there when I moved from New York to California. And there was this, I'll kind of like let you take it because this is when Keely came in. I met her. We started dating. Uh, We started dating before. Before I actually got back into the coaching. It was space. all for the business. Okay. That's how it all started. <laughs> That's how it all started. <laughs> so, so pause there. Danny moved to California. We dated um, really just, you know, we're going throughout life. This was pre COVID. Um, oh. and right, right. Those days. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. So long ago. Wow. They right? weren't long ago. It's they were actually what, two, three years. <laughs> yeah. So long ago. And now it's all just one loop of a year. It is. Um, yeah. Really? So when we were, you know, figuring things out, COVID hit, we were like, we got to do something. Well, mostly it was her. I was just kind of going throughout my life. The the marketing job that I had, she was like, I feel like people still need to express who they are. How can I get involved? So she started making these pride masks, rainbow pride masks. She's like, how can, how can I have this? Like, you know, go out into the world is right when TikTok started. She started selling them on TikTok, blew up. I was like, she's going to her corporate job and she's like, can you help me? So I'm looking over, she's got orders just like flying out of this thing, this machine with all the labels (laughs) and she's got laundry baskets filled of these masks. And she's like, can you take these to the post office? And I was like, well, I was working from home at the time. So I was like, on my lunch break, I'll go to the post office. That was like my main event to get out of the house. So I was like, I'll go. Um, And I started kind of helping her a little bit. But at the time she was like feeling pretty confident. She goes, you know, I really want to walk away from my job. I remember you looked at me that one day specifically. And she goes, I can't do this anymore. I think I need to quit right now. I was like, right now. 
Okay. I mean, I'm your biggest fan. So if, if that's what you want to do, I guess like, you know, I'll take care of us. Like I, it'll be okay. Like, I, I really want you to live out your dream. And uh, I remember she's like, I got to go now. She goes downstairs, calls her boss. And she's like, oh, Hey, I'm putting in my two weeks. And I was wow. like, Wow, oh. that is gutsy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, burn the bridge or we don't, we just go all in. Um, but you know, I, I kind of looked at her and I was like, you can do this. I know how passionate she is. I know how driven she is. Um, and so I remember fast forward two weeks, it was her last day. I went and met her for lunch. The nerves that were in her body were just, oh my gosh, I could tell she was so nervous. And so I was like, it's going to be okay. I went home. There was something within me Listen, I wasn't even on TikTok. My videos were like of my dog. And then I like would point at my foot. I didn't even know how to make TikToks. Um, So I went on TikTok and I I remember I sat on the floor and I said, listen, because I think you had you had planned to to start a membership community. She wanted to bring people together during COVID, uh, create friendships and everything. And so that was her first idea. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I don't even know what she's creating. I really didn't know much about it. I wasn't in that world. And uh, I got on TikTok and I go, hello, everyone. I'm not even sure what I was about to say. I just pressed record, said, thank you so much for, uh, for being here and watching me. Um, my girlfriend, she, she's quitting her job today. Uh, she's going to start something really incredible for the LGBTQ plus community. And I would just love it if you went and followed along. And she had the Instagram account. So I gave him the Instagram account. I like for, kind of forgot I posted that. Then a couple hours later, she texts me. She's like, what the hell is going on? And I was like, what, what do you mean? I was like, I, I don't know. And so I go on the TikTok. It's like hundreds of thousands of views. And I was like, wow. oh, oh, shit. So then I go to the Instagram. There's like 10,000 people following along within wow. like 24 hours. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is this is wild. But it, it, it calmed you down, I yeah. think, because you were like, this is a sign like this is a sign that this is, this is it. This is the it's, time. It's something that's needed. It's something yeah. that's right. needed. Yeah. Yeah. So then a week later, I remember like she opened this membership, hundreds of people joined and she was just so busy. She was sending them all like a welcome gift and she was busy, really, really busy. And at the same time, I got offered a job to move to Arkansas. And I was like, you know what? Arkansas. I spent a lot of time in the Midwest. I was like, I live in San Diego, California. Yeah. Um, you know You're what? like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, this doesn't really feel aligned anymore. And so I looked at her and I think it was, it kind of came full circle for us. It was that same moment when she looked at me and said, I need to leave my job. And I looked at her with so much fear and she was like, we can do this. It was kind of like me leading in. I was helping her. Um, and I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. To be honest, the first call I ever got on, I was like, man, there's hundreds of people. I'm like, this COVID thing sucks. And then after the call, she goes, she goes, Keely, I think we could be a little more positive. And so I didn't know, I, I didn't know what I was doing, but really I've learned so much. I, I jumped in, I walked away, I turned the job down. Um, and I, I just jumped into it with her. And ever since, you know, we started that membership, I think halfway through, we realized, Hey, the membership's really great. It's great that people have community, but we really want to help people transform their lives. And we started creating really extensive programs for queer adults. I don't know many programs out there that are specifically for adults. Uh, a lot of programs for kids, yeah. um, but we yeah. saw during COVID, there's so many people that are coming out later in life, navigating this. They feel so, so alone. True. What can we do? So we jumped into that world and now we do programs for corporate uh, wellness programs that we do. We do it for queer adults and, and speak and we just do this together. 
So it's yeah. a full time thing. Yeah, sorry. God, that is awesome because you yeah. you got you guys are right. There isn't anything for adult LGBTQ yeah. people. There's a lot for young LGBTQ yeah. people, but not for like anybody twenty five and older. Really want yeah. to out there. I mean, that was the point, really, because yeah. we saw that adults coming out or just adults who are in the dating world, they feel so alone yeah. with their struggles and no one's really there to be like, hey, I'm here for you. Like, we can kind of work through this together. So it was like we saw that there was such a need in that in the community for people yeah. to know that they can work on themselves and just figure out who they are, mm-hmm. no matter what age they are. So that's yeah. really where we kind of came in. We were like, this is this is what we're passionate about. We love to do this. It's so that's needed. So awesome. and. TikTok honestly has been amazing. I think a lot of people have discovered their sexuality, have discovered who they are through the algorithm. The algorithm is so specific. That is the one thing we do not do is TikTok because I'm terrified of it. I'm on it 24-7, like obsessed with it. But I'm like, what the How? What are we going to post? I know. One of these, we're going to bite the bullet. I know. I feel like such an old person. You you definitely We'll help you get started. Yeah. Yeah. Cross cross promoted. I did have a, you know what I did, what is very interesting is I find that a lot of people are coming out older now because it has become more acceptable to be part of the lgbtq plus community so a lot of people who are maybe in their 30s or even older are coming out because they finally feel comfortable enough with society to do it and it's cool that you guys are out here life coaches for the our specific community and especially for adults which i think is amazing Yeah. yeah no it's really nice to see that people are just finally discovering who they are but they're really starting yeah. to feel confident with us and that's the whole point is like it's not even people just in their 30s like we work with people in their 40s and 50s and sometimes even 60s who are just yeah. embracing who they are now and yeah. you know besides the coming out process navigating all of those relationships all literally that's the pain point that i think everyone goes everybody through at some does. point yeah it's just tough navigating it's it. tough and it is we don't know what we want. We don't know how to get it. We don't. I, we don't. Right. It's, so right? it's, it's such an interesting thing. And I yeah. think one of the one of the statistics that I really like is that 60 and I don't I don't like it, but it's just very interesting. It's 68 percent of LGBTQ plus people didn't feel accepted growing up. And so when you throw that into the mix, there's no wonder that as adults, we kind of conceal and hide these parts of ourselves. Yeah. So in yeah. dating imagine it pours in and it's like, who, who am I? What do I want? And how can I trust myself? And I think that's where you find a lot of these relationships. You stay a little bit longer than you want to. Um, yeah. You're in these positions where you're like, okay, well, I'll just give over the red flags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you want, you want love, right? Yeah. We all want yeah. love. We want to be accepted. Yeah. There's so many things that come into play for this. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. huge. It really is. And even because for me personally, being in my mid 40s, I was in a relationship for 13 years. And Mm -hmm. seven months ago is when it ended. So I am navigating back into single life, being in your mid 40s, a gay man. Going back on the app, it is it is exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> it is absolutely exhausting. Yeah. And everything is so different now than yeah. when I was single thirteen years ago. Yeah, and right. meeting other people in my age group that are in the same boat, 
it is so like you feel like you're just treading water you don't know where to thank god i have like this horror and other ones to kind of navigate me a little same process yeah right before i did before yeah i was married for eight years and yeah and we divorced and i had to i mean the apps weren't even really out when i was single the time before so it's, it's a whole it's other na- ball game and it's there's a whole new set of language and conversation oh, and messaging and etiquette and yeah. it's tough. It's exhausting. <laughs> it really is. I know. I know. I mean, that's that's our world, right? Like we mm. hear about it all the time, and I so bet. we get it. It's it's a lot, and it yeah. can be challenging. But I think when you feel confident in who you are and you trust yourself on that level, I think it makes it a little bit easier. I'm oh, not going to say sure. dating's dating's easy, but it makes it a little bit easier. It's definitely still like exhausting because you're like, where can I find that person for me who yeah. I really feel comfortable with? And, you know, we really get along and all of those things. But, you know, you both obviously like that that's a hard thing to go through, you know, being with people for a long time and then navigating this new world. Yeah. I want to know from both of you, how is it to get on the apps these days? Oh, uh, I feel old. I feel old. I'm like, what the hell? Why are these <laughs> half of these people could be my kids because they're so young? And yeah. I'm like, oh, I know. And nobody knows the art of conversation anymore. This is what I realized. Yeah. Like, they yeah. really do. Nobody knows how to actually listen for one Wait. and really have a conversation, a back and forth. Yeah. I think from what I've from what I've learned on the apps, it's very just it's superficial. It is so super. It's very superficial. It's like how do you make a connection? Well, maybe this is a good question for you guys. How do you make a connection when all the connection you have is through an app and there's <laughs> not in real life and trying to get people to meet in real life, it's such a challenge. Yeah. So how do you navigate that? Taking I mean, taking it yeah. out of like I don't know how to online to offline. Yeah, exactly. Online to in person. Right. I think that's a really, really great question because you're right. You can go on someone's profile and you can read everything about them. You can go on their Instagram and you can see them and you can know all of these things. But I think what really creates powerful connection is the questions that you ask and being super intentional about getting to know someone beyond the surface level, right? Like we like, and and I think it's so interesting about humans and the art of conversation and connection is about really knowing someone and their story for who they are, because all the external things that we do, right. Those are just like things, but when we can go deeper and this may be too deep, but I'm the kind of person who's like, what's your purpose? Like, what do you think about this? You know what I mean? Like what, what makes you tick? What really gets you going? What is your passion in life? What, you know what I mean? Can we go there? Yeah. It's been really, no one asks those questions on the apps. (laughs) And then when I ask those questions, they're like, okay, bye. Let me partner with the apps first and I'll get them going on a new set of questions. Thank you. (laughs) But yeah, that is one of the challenges. Like for me, it's, I I'm more attracted to people who have a passion in life. There's I don't care what it is. Plants, you like throw pillows, be passionate about it. Yeah. But have something, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. very surprising how I've brought that question up on the apps or even meeting somebody in person and they just look dumbfounded. Like, what do you mean by have yeah. a pa- like I go to work? Go to the bars, the gym. I'm like, Well, are you passionate about the gym? The body doesn't say so, but if you are, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> now now i don't kidding yeah, yeah. I, I think so, 
I think for me, I had a very different journey because I also went through this whole like fetish experience and, and like yeah. accepting myself and being part of that community as well. So I suddenly got a whole bunch of attention and um, it sounds like a nice problem to have, but I actually didn't know how to process and deal with that because suddenly I had all these people coming towards me. Most of it wasn't like for a relationship or anything. It was to hook up, which for a while it was nice. But now I'm like, I don't, how do I transition that into a relationship and how do I still have that a part of it? And it's just, it's this weird balance of trying to figure that out and navigate through. Um, and I, I don't have the answer to it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for both of you. Um, yeah. Since you guys are in a relationship, what is your three like top, I guess you could say not goals, but when you go, when you were going into the relationship that you look for? Oh yeah. This is great. This is a great question. Yeah. I love these questions. I love them because we both have experienced really toxic relationships. And I and think that's what we, I'm trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do when you move we, out of that toxic relationship and go, okay, when I go into my next relationship, these are the things that I want to do. How do you discover and how do you process that? And how do you put those walls up to not accept the garbage from the past yeah. and go forward and really be secure in that and not go back into patterns yeah. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, a lot oh of God. it is doing that inner work. And I want to get into the three before I lose mine. Cause I, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad you, I'm glad you have them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hold on. Can we oh, take a break? On. So what do you, you want to go get about? a drink? <laughs> Look over I, there. I, Look over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wrote them on the board, right? Yeah. All right. My three yeah. that I knew in the next relationship I was going to be in was really important to me. The first, one is honesty the second one was calmness i Ooh, knew that okay. having a calm relationship was so different than anything else i've had and the third which you were bringing up is just passion passion for anything like keely is extremely passionate about absolutely everything that she does and so am i and i felt like that was the absolute perfect thing because we loved life. We loved food. We loved business. We loved everything. And it was so cool to find that. Yeah. But obviously, it took a lot of work. And I want to hear. You're your, so cute. So, Danny, what do you mean by a calm relationship? Okay, let's dive into it. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to say, though, like <laughs> the difference between a toxic versus healthy relationship is weird. Like, it feels like there's something wrong. It can feel boring. It like, can feel boring. We are going to dive into that, but I do want to know the calming relationship. Yeah. yeah. And then I have a follow-up question to that. All right. You yeah. guys are like, I have so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Daddy. Go ahead. Yeah. But I think the, it's the whole thing of just, like, feeling like it's not always a battle to be in the relationship together. Like, mm. I've been in so many relationships where you're fighting to even stay in a relationship yep. together. And with Keely and I, it's never been about fighting like of course we get into like arguments and where are we like, gonna eat no, life, life happens <laughs> i don't know where do you want to eat i don't know what do you know. Like? <laughs> that can be the extent of the issue yeah. no but it's usually just like we just feel so comfortable with each other but it's not in a bad way it's like i just feel so in love and there's no problem with like who we are and yeah. there's nothing fighting against each other rooting each other on or like trying to pull us apart. So that calmness is really 
figure out that piece of, is it just boring or is it actually just a healthy relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I found oh, okay. it is just a healthy relationship and there's nothing boring about it. It's just not a whole lot of fighting back and forth of nonsense. Right. And that's yeah. what and I, I, I imagine the passion offsets the boredom. Like as long as you have the passion, you're not actually yeah. bored. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kaylee, what are your three? That you came oh. into the relate like <laughs> after leaving a toxic relationship, you said this is what I'm going forward with. These mm-hmm. are the things that are a must for me going going into the next relationship. Well, I had similar ones for her, but number yeah. one was really communication. Okay. Like I felt in my past relationships, I walked on eggshells a lot, and I held back from what I wanted to say. I know that's really really common. Um, and another one is is complete support, like to fully be supported to say, you know what, you want to quit your job and try to figure out this new route and passion. Like I'm here. I'm not jealous. I'm not envious. Like I support you in in every way. Right. Anything yeah. that, you know, she wants to do, obviously, if it's within our boundaries and within our relationship, um, the support and also like just to I think I mean, those are really my like top two communication um, and the support. And, and I, and I would say too, is honesty, like show up as you are, be true to who you are. If something's on your mind, let's, let's talk about it. Like, can you open yourself up and I'll I'll add in one more vulnerability. Can you show your true self? Can you, can you open up the doors to, to let me in? Um, and can we kind of learn each other and understand what each other need? Because I think it's all different. Like I receive different uh, different love than she does you know mm-hmm. it's a different way of going but I think when we can understand that we can meet in the middle and we can go what do you need today because a lot of times we don't ask each other in relationships what do you need it's a lot of times it's like oh what's going on what's up but if I can look yeah. at her and I go what how can I support you today what yeah. do you need that is such a deep emotional connection mm-hmm. that you can't beat you can't yeah. you know and no, that is abs- yeah. those are all really like really good. I was so captivated, I lost my next my next question. <laughs> but now I um so we you guys have talked about toxic relationships a yeah. lot. So are yeah. there okay, what are the clear warning signs that somebody is in a toxic relationship Ooh. from your experience? And maybe ones that aren't so clear to people that they don't they they're not able to see in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good that you, know, you guys have experience. Let me pull up my TikTok. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a lot By the way, everybody that's listening and watching the video, go to their TikTok. Yeah. It is like so inspirational. What, what is your TikTok? Say it, sir. Yeah, say uh, it. Yes. Coming out happy team. Okay. There you go. There and you go. guys are just, it's just funny. The way you present it is funny. <laughs> yeah. What's so funny about it? I, I don't know. I- it's just very entertaining to me. It's like uh, half the time Kaylee looks like she woke up and I love it. I'm like, oh, she just woke up like me. Yay. I relate. Uh, no, it's so true. I That's my favorite thing. We actually do have a, a little bit of a problem with how we make TikToks because Danny, she's like very detail oriented. Like I'm kind of like on the fly. Like I did just wake up. Let me press record. But she likes a script. Yeah. So usually in the morning when it's just me, it's just me. She's like, I need to script. I write this out. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, back to the toxic. I'm, okay, I'm very yeah. curious. We, yeah. See, we always go off topic. Yeah. It's like, shit. Okay, we're going back to the Because I know people listening are going, go back to the toxic. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. All right, you want to start? You know, I was going to say a lot of the people that we work with are queer women. And yeah. I don't know, you know, the the lingo that I, the first thing that came to my head was you hauling. I don't know if you both have heard about that. Yes, <laughs> yes. 
but explain it for our guests. Yeah, yeah. Explain yeah. it for our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. listeners. So usually it's when people, usually queer women is what I've seen, um, move extremely quickly in relationships. Oh, so that happens in the gay, gay men world. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. interesting to hear because I haven't heard that. So thank you. For I, uh, I can personally speak to that recently of it yeah. feeling like, hey, I've only hung out with you twice and you feel like you're way over here. And I'm like back at start. Yeah. I sometimes do that too. Yeah. It puts a lot of pressure on the relationship. Right. And, you know, a lot of people move so quickly because they are afraid of either being alone or they won't find anyone else. So the toxicity in that is yeah. that people are just moving so quickly with a stranger and they don't even realize that their feelings are not caught up with their actions or their words. And they're saying, I love you in the first week when they don't even mean it. Yeah. And it's like, the whole thing feels so rushed for usually it's partnered by insecurities in someone. So yeah. that's a lot of what goes on. I mean, we've both experienced it ourselves and we've learned a lot from that, which is why a lot of the times we're talking about that. And no, I was just say like, I don't, I don't like to put like a timeline on love or put anyone in a box, but I do think something really important is like checking the intention behind it. Like you said, it's a lot of times paired with the insecurity, like someone could, you know, move in quickly and maybe that's, that's fine for them. But what's the intention? Is it because you really feel like you fully know this person, you understand them, um, you, you get them like this feels like it and only, you know, right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a matter of, can you check the intention of why you're moving so quickly? But another one I will throw in there that is a little bit harder to find sometimes is called love bombing. And it's when love bombing is used as manipulation. And basically what love bombing is, is like, someone will go above and beyond to make you feel like, oh my gosh, like they're incredible, right? They want to like seem perfect to you. They'll buy you gifts. They'll do certain things for you. They'll go above and beyond. And you're like, oh my God, like they'll sweep you off your feet kind of thing. But it's used as a manipulation so that they can like reel you in and keep you. But the only and red flag is when it's used as, as manipulation. manipulation. Like sometimes oh, people are just really nice and genuine, Yeah. yeah. but and I've, I've seen that a lot in my comments too. It's like, I, I get obsessed with people really quickly. Is this love bombing? It's like, what is your intention? That's my question to you. Like, what is the intention behind it? Because you feel like you need someone. I think it all goes back to the root. Like, I love talking about the root of why we do things. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard I, of love bombing. <laughs> neither have I. <laughs> so that's what are some red flags that you both have seen? Oh, God. Waking up next to you the next morning. <laughs> we should have left the night before. No, I'm kidding. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I think one for me, and it's I'm, I'm a victim of it, too, is like it's tough for me to tell the difference between lust and love in the beginning. And yeah. what I think I might feel like, oh, I'm starting to feel love for somebody is probably maybe still lust. And I'm getting better at that as an adult and yeah. as I've had more experience. But... I remember when I was younger, that was so hard for me to tell what was what, and I was very confused. Yeah, I was in a physically abusive relationship years ago, and I think for that, after doing that relationship, as far as being aware of being around toxic people, my level is really high, and so yeah. I don't have a lot of tolerance for for anything that I my red flags go up. I'm like, nope, sorry, bye. Um, but lately, like I'm still getting used to being single after 13 years. So for me, it's just like, I don't know. I have to learn for me. I know I have to learn to be a little more patient with people yeah, <laughs> and yeah. not so 
stubborn and had heart like just mm, no this is how it is yeah, yeah. yeah. i know for it, me yeah i have a question for you kaylee because you um grew up religious didn't you yeah. So mm-hmm. I know we have a lot of young listeners who okay. live in parts of the country that are not as accepting. And I have told my story on the show growing up as Jehovah Witness and having to deal with that and leaving the religion was very hard. <laughs> so I don't because I know you grew up religious and you had yeah. to do that. So how was that for you and how did you handle it? And any advice for any kids out there who may be going through the same thing? Right. Yeah. No. And I just want to say too, like speaking about the parts of the world where it's still legal, you know, it's such a privilege and I feel privileged to have been able to come out um, and to be able to embrace who I am. I think, you know, safety is one of the biggest concerns when you think about this, but just to know, regardless of where you are, especially if you're in a country that doesn't accept you, like, I just want you to hear it right here, right now that you are exactly who you're made to be. Um, and it may not be caught up with the society and the environment that you're living in, but I think the hardest thing that I ever did was I turned my back on myself and I had, and religion made me question who I was. And I think when we can go to that place and just go, can you have that anchor statement for yourself? Can you remind yourself that you are exactly who you're made to be and like really believe that? Cause I had to tell myself that for years and still do to this day, right? Because when you grow up in those environments, you're you're led to believe that you shouldn't trust yourself. And trusting yourself is what allows us to open our capacity and to be the people that we are and have healthy relationships. So just a reminder to you that you're exactly who you're made to be. And I, I wish it was, I mean, I hope that I can be a part of making it happen in all the different parts of the world where you know, it, it really is just more accepted, but it's, it's, it's really such a hard thing. And it's, it's such a privilege to have been able to come out. Yeah, no, yeah. it's true. I mean, it, it, it's tough to change your mindset yeah. after something you grew up with for so long and that's all you knew. And then you, yeah. it, it's a process. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. So I don't know, Ke- Keely, if you went through the same thing, like trying to change your mindset from what you learned as a kid and growing yeah. up to going like, no, this isn't the way the world works. And right. like kind of having to reprogram yourself to be like, no, I am a, I am a good person. I deserve yeah. like love and all of this stuff. So yeah. I right. don't know if you went through the same thing or not. No, very similar. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm still processing a lot of it to this day. I'm super yeah. transparent about where I am in my journey and how I open up about it. But really, I think the most important thing is that I've had to learn because for a while I was really angry at the church. I was really angry same at the here, people. Same that, here. Yeah. And, and it's a process. And I think giving yourself that space and that grace to, to go, you know what? I'm figuring this out. And for so long, I believed all of this. And, you know, for me, instead of, you know, really being angry, because it wasn't helping me, I was like, I want to help people. I want to open up my capacity. I, and I, and I think we're always on a healing journey, right? It never ends. We're going to continue to go throughout our life. It's kind of like um, a breakup, right? Yeah. It's things a little bit at first. And then someone will say their name, maybe like a week later and you're like, ah, Right. And then they'll say it like a year later and you're like, eh, it wasn't as bad. Right. So I think it always, <laughs> that is so true. So true. It'll always have that kind of like shock to you. Yeah. But for me, what I what really helped me is to see that I may have experienced a lot of conditional love in those environments, but I now know unconditional love. Yeah. And I know that I can give that to myself and 
anything that I've been through, I really try to take those lessons and turn them into something that I've really been able to learn. And how can I help people with that? Because there's so many people that have are in the same thing or have experienced it too. And Mm -hmm. I just know that, you know, there's so much love in this world. And if we can transform that into love there, you can't, you can't beat that. Yeah. No, that's yeah. so true. <laughs> no, it's a lot of the stuff you talk on. It's the same way I had to deal with coming out yeah. of the religion and just reprogramming yourself. Yeah. But yeah. since we are, since here in San Diego, um, the pandemic is like getting a little, the numbers are getting worse. Yeah. So people are starting to not go out as much and things are getting a little, not closed down completely, but people are being, yeah. getting COVID and they're having to isolate for 10 days or however long. Um, yeah. Um, And especially for LGBTQ plus people and anybody outside of the community who is alone, not in a relationship for you, for you two, any advice on dealing with the loneliness of being alone and not having that physical contact with another person or just, just the loneliness advice for that, for anybody Mm -hmm. out there that may be dealing with it. (laughs) I, I would say, well, I think it's, it's so challenging to, to know that this is such a strange time that we're living in and to give yourself that space to go, you know what, this isn't totally normal from what I'm used to. And this may be a little different and just allowing yourself to maybe see this time as a, as a space for you, as a space for you to maybe do things that you used to love to do when you were a kid or to draw or to paint or to figure out a passion. I think a lot of you know passions and things have been sparked in people because we have so much more time to think. I think back two or three years ago to the schedule that I had before, I could never do those things that I was doing. I was like pushing a million things into a day. Yeah. Right. So seeing this moment in as an time, opportunity as instead a, of you know sitting in and feeling but lonely also i'll i'd love to throw in there we just opened up our free queer community for people worldwide so if you want to join that and be a part of it it's a it's a queer community for people to have these kinds of conversations to open up about their lived experience and just be who they are and make connections so that's a, another great place to join in <laughs> and how do people do join in if they want to Well, the best place I would say, because it might be hard to find on Facebook, but you can go to our website, comingouthappy.com, and you should see that there's a place to join our free group there. So anyone can join and it's about self-growth. It's about learning about yourself, connecting with others. And we're going to challenge you. We're going to challenge your worldview. We're going (laughs) to post our podcast there. So that's another great And you guys, in our audience, we will have a link on our website. So if you go to our website, you can get a link there to go to Coming Out Happy and find the ladies there and all of their yeah. memberships and all of the community stuff you can do there. Um, so ba- I want to get back to relationships. <laughs> I want to know how you two met. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us how you Ooh. two met. Well, and so don't I leave was... out any of the saucy details. Okay. <laughs> all right. We got you. Well, in the beginning, we weren't so sure. No, sorry. Um, so we actually met on Instagram. Which, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, really interesting. A lot of people, when they find that out, they're like, I thought you two would have met on a dating app because we yeah. were both on dating apps at the time. We didn't okay, meet on wait, what are app. dating apps for for lesbians? Um, you I, know, there are a couple. I I was on Tinder, so I, don't, I think that was the wrong <laughs> app, too. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I, I you know, know, like for gay men, it's yeah, rough. We have, we have so many. It's like anything you yeah, buy. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I think, yeah. What is it? Bumble? I mean, I'm not sure. I don't Bumble. even know. Like, there's a bunch. There's, I, think, I mean, think it's a good thing I don't yeah. know at this point, right, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, but the ones I can think of are Bumble, her, her, her um, uh, t- uh, Tammy. Yeah, Yeah, I I guarantee there is a young gay woman out there going, okay, what is it again? I'm writing it all down, getting the There you go. (laughs) You know, honestly, it's so funny. The best place I feel like is to come to our comments because on TikTok, Mm. because it's like people that are working on themselves, usually people that are single. And it's like, just go look through our comments on TikTok. I think you'll be fine over there. (laughs) That is a whole nother show you guys could start. I know, right? That's a great hack. That is a really great life hack. Yeah. You know what? You don't have to call me Cupid, but you can if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How did, so you got, who DM'd each other first? Well, okay, okay, okay. Be honest, okay, I'll, okay. I'll be honest. Will you be honest? Okay. I, I should have this. I should pull up the screenshot. Um, no, so basically, I, I was moving to San Diego, and I, you know, everyone kind of knows each other in San Diego. So uh, I was yeah, like, the people. <laughs> right. I was following some people, and then I think I came across Danny, and I was like, oh, she's really good looking. Oh, I, <laughs> I think she's really cute. Yeah. Um, and so from that point, I, I did like. Quite a few pictures. Um, maybe like maybe like. So six. you stalked her? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six I is like, sending like, a message that you like, like them, but yeah. I'm not yeah. being crazy. But I do like you, it's and like, I'm yeah, noticing yeah. you. It's like That's a little like, like that hand wave yeah. emoji. You're just like yeah. yeah. Like it's like a Facebook poke. There you like, go. Yeah. There you go. It's so funny, right? Though, because if you liked one photo, it'd be like, oh, they yeah. maybe. But like six. It's like, oh, she's into me. She was trying to get my attention. So, yeah. <laughs> so then she sent me a message. Um, so on my Instagram. Yeah. And I don't even post on my Instagram anymore. But on my Instagram, I had these highlights. I'm like a foodie. Maybe we should have another podcast episode about like all the best hidden gems in San Diego. Uh, I we do that. We have a second. You guys got to come back on the yeah. show. But oh my in God. Person and like oh my God. do yeah. all the other stuff that Wait, we talk about. Yeah. On the show. We should go to all these places and eat. <laughs> right? Oh my God. I love do it. That. Yeah. All right. All right. Next. Don't worry. Like these are hidden gems. These are yeah. places like no one knows about. I yes. promise you. I'm going to start my own TikTok and we'll all go around right? and we'll do it. Uh, are you, wait, wait. Are you guys from San Diego originally or? No, no, no. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm a native. I was born and raised. The oh, very you few don't left. Than we do. You don't meet many natives. No, everybody tells me that. Yeah. Oh like my gosh, you're special. <laughs> you're special. Um, okay, okay, so, so it's hidden gems. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, so I got all these food spots on my Instagram. We love food. Uh, a little highlight section. All these places. She's like, wow, this whole highlight. She responded to like the highlight. She's like, this whole highlight is amazing. And I, I don't know if I want to say this here, but I'll say it. Okay. I said, mama likes to eat. I don't, what? <laughs> oh, and then, wow. Wait, that could have like so yeah, yeah. many people. And then, oh, and then yeah. she said, That was a well, brave said, comment. That's a very calculated line. Yeah, and I, like I was a little confused by what that even but, meant. Yeah. You know I wanted to show my humor. I wanted to show who I was a, as a person. So then she responded. And she said, well, what does mama like to eat? No, okay, she, I she didn't say that. say that. She didn't say that. <laughs> Oh, wait, I got oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you said, what do you like to eat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she was just really like general. She said, yeah. what do you like to eat? And I said, tacos, real authentic ones. And I kind of like was like, oh, well, yeah. 
Wow, you're really going there. <laughs> I was like, I was confused at that point. And then, oh and my I, God. Daddy's well, like, hell yeah. <laughs> it was an interesting conversation. Right I, I wish I had, the, I should have pulled up the screenshot. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I mean, you can't write shit it. like that. You yeah. can't write shit like uh, that. I just, I don't know. I think when I saw her, I just knew we were going to be together. It was such a strange feeling. It was like a knowing. And I was like, I got to see if she likes my humor. Yeah. So I really was being that myself. That is important. It is important. It is important. Well, humor. But if somebody laughs at your jokes and things yeah. like that. <laughs> it, it didn't scare her off, though. No. But oh, our, first date, our first date was a little interesting. Um, I finally moved here three weeks later. And uh, I told her, I was like, I'm a foodie, okay? And, Wait a minute. And- you weren't even living in San Diego when you were DMing her? I moved for her. No, I'm no, just kidding. No. I'm just I was kidding. Say, wait a minute. This took a whole other chapter. No, no, no. Talk about was, you, Holly. Talk- yeah, yeah. I was moving here to San Diego. So wait I was like, moving here. yeah, literally. Um, I was moving here to San Diego and, you know, I was trying to make connections like before I got here. So I was like, okay. Anyway, we ended up meeting like maybe like a week after I moved here. I remember our first date, we were both very nervous to meet each other, but I remember we just like something about her. She just felt so comfortable to me. She felt like we could just laugh. We loved food. We talked about food probably most of our date, yeah, right? That was <laughs> Wait, where did and, you guys uh, go on the first date? Yeah, where was the date? Well, okay. Right, so oh, this sorry, is sorry. where it gets a little disappointing. For- <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> okay. When you tell someone you're a foodie, yeah. you don't have and, and listen, listen, I'm, I love, she's food. like, I'm we're food. going to sombreros. <laughs> she's like, listen, and I trust me. I love, I love food. I'm so grateful that I get to eat, but you know, as a foodie, I'm thinking like, she's going to, she lived here before me. She's going to take me to like a little spot. It's like hidden. That would be really cool. Right. Yeah. So I get there and she's like, I was like, Oh, where are we going? She's like, Oh, we're going to Chipotle. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she said i really wanted to get to know you um and i was like we don't need to go sit down at like a really nice place like i just want to like chat you know like let's go grab it why didn't she take her to like one of the old hole in the wall taco shops that are over all over san diego it's okay i'll be regretting it to this day (laughs) at that point in time she was still getting directions to go to the grocery store that was five minutes from her house Oh. I didn't know any of the places yet. It was so telling though. Like yeah. it really was. It was so telling because that's who Danny is as a person. She asked me to be her girlfriend on Garnett when we were walking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so like, Hey, by the way. That, that, and, and I think in that moment, I learned a lot about her because yeah. if she wants something, she'll do it. If, you know, it's like, she's just that kind of, I mean, she quit her job, right? The same day, within yeah. an hour. So Wait, it's like, Danny, what is your sign? Oh, God. I Hold want on. you to take a guess, and then I'll tell you. Capricorn? Virgo? No. No. Taurus? No. What are you? I, I think you're out of options. Hold on. I know. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I, oh, a Leo. Uh, <laughs> Leo. What do you think I am? Let's see. Oh, I don't know. You're a mystery. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> oh, give me a um, Sagittarius. No, no. I'm, I'm I off a little bit. 
Oh God, I don't know. I don't know science. I, I, I know you don't. Idea. You have no idea. What is it, Kaylee? Keely. I'm a Cancer. Oh, it crabby. Okay. <laughs> what are you both? I am an Aquarius to the core. Uh, and I'm this a, one is I'm not a Capricorn. A Capricorn I'm not. A, I mean, there's parts that I am, but oh, of, I yeah. when we when we became friends, I was like, "You are a what? You should be my mortal <laughs> enemy." But you're not. <laughs> yeah. it, it's just people get along no matter oh, yeah. signs say that you're not supposed to. Oh, I know it's all bullshit, but I love <laughs> yeah. it because it's like, oh, what sign are you? Because they used to do that in the 70s for all you kids. That was uh, the way people met each other. What sign are you? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to bring it back single handedly. Back when you met people. It's so funny. That's like the main question, right? Yeah, a lot of people go through that. But you know what I'm thinking? It's like the simple things. That's a part of the calmness that I really wanted. Mm. It's like I already went above and beyond to like do things extra. I guess for like the people that I was with before, just to like prove my worth or like prove that like they would love me if I were like, paid for really expensive things and all of that. And I just, I wanted to keep it really simple. So Keely and I actually got to know each other and it wasn't about like the things that I bought for her, like any of those things that I used to do. Yeah. So I loved it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. I did. Oh my God. That is like the cutest story too. It's Chipotle though, Danny. Come on. <laughs> I'll go better next time. I well, this really nice place. They serve all kinds of food. It's called the Cheesecake Factory. Factory. Yes. Have you ever the heard of it? 24 pages. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's great. The menu's like a phone. <laughs> okay, since you are since you are foodies, what are some of your hot spots in San Diego? Yeah. Oh, please. Do you want me to have a Yelp list? I, I know we talk list. a lot about food on we the show. We do. <laughs> Oh my god. So okay, first of all, every because for San Diego, we have some of the best Mexican food. Yes. Ever. Yeah. So your favorite Mexican food places in San Diego? At least oh, your favorite, just your first, each of you pick one. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, okay, one. okay. Oh, this is so tough. But like, I, I really, really love tacos. Like, I think she's about to break up with me because I could have them every day. <laughs> like, and she's like, please, can we stop there. eating tacos? Like, I love them. I really like, and I know you're going to be like, oh, no, it's Tacos El Gordo. Yes. My oh, no, they're I amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, went in, I went in TJ, and then I was like, I need to eat them in San Diego. So, yeah. like, I literally will drive. I mean, we just, we drive everywhere to go get all kinds of food. Like, yeah. hole in the walls everywhere. Yeah, t- no, talk about it was so it. good. Oh, I had it Tuesday so night. It was good. <laughs> oh my god, delicious! So authentic. What yeah. about you, Danny? I'm trying to think. I mean, I I like to sit one of the Mexican places. Oh, the one in Old Town that like they serve the really big margaritas. I don't she know. just likes the margaritas. I don't know. <laughs> is it the she plaza? The plaza, Actually, or is it Guadalajara okay. Grill? Yeah, Casa de Casa, Guadalajara. or oh, the pinata place. La pinata is really good too in Old Town. I don't know. people. Um, or they, they're, you know, the old hotel in old town and now it's called, I forget what it used to be bizarre. Something was a restaurant that was in there and then they got all, um, hipster fight and now it's like copperhead mm-hmm. something or something weird like that. But that, Oh, we talked about this on the show. Old Town has one of the most haunted places in mm. the U.S., the Whaley House, if you guys oh. have not been. Where is <laughs> no. it? The Whaley House in oh my God, Old, Town. Old Town. It is haunted as fuck. Yeah. Oh, We've, oh Nina Bao. When yeah. Nina Bao was on, we were like, yeah. we're going to go there for Halloween. And yeah. she, oh my God. She, she experienced like a, yeah. a, a 
A ghost touched her. A ghost, I guess, yeah. Yeah, while she was in the Whaley house. (laughs) It's so creepy. But Old Old Town Mexican Cafe, great food there. Yeah, yeah. that is a good one, yeah. Yeah. But there's, Mm -hmm. um, if you want a really good margarita, especially in Hillcrest, Betty's. Oh, uh, we just went there. Baja Betty's. <laughs> Baja Betty's. What about um oh I like King Queen Cantina downtown. That's oh, they have, that is good too. They've got that sampler margarita, yes. they got the piping straw. Oh god. Have you been there, Eric? <laughs> I've not, no. Oh, and I live by there too. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Uh, what other of your what are your other go-tos in San Diego for food? Oh, like god. if somebody, if you if a relative or somebody was coming to San Diego and you're like these are the spots we are gonna hit. What would they be for you too? Chipotle. No. <laughs> Daddy. Yep. Good one. That's Daddy's like can... Chipotle. <laughs> I think, I think uh, you know what? That's actually a good dating tip. Take them to somewhere basic so yeah. that you know, they still like you afterwards. Yeah. Oh, that is a great. You're like, guess what? Yeah. Taco Bell it is. Yeah. That's a million dollar tip right there. I, I actually think that really is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But, uh, what are some of your other guys' go-to places in San Diego? I have, I have my Yelp list. Right okay, so let me tell you, like, I actually, like, so people ask me, what do I like to do for fun? I am like a dad. I, I, re- I write Yelp reviews. Like, do you want me to read you one of my reviews? Yes, please. Okay. okay. She gets I will. detail, I'll tell you that. I really, I really do because I just, Okay, like, what was the place you were re- reviewing? Oh, I, I review tons of places, okay. but it really just depends. Good reviews, bad reviews, you know. Um, let me just pull it up here. You know what? We've been going to, I don't know if you've oh. been, but in El Cajon, we've been going to Alibaba a lot. Alibaba. I grew up in yeah. the East County, so I know Alibaba. Oh. Oh <laughs> Have you guys was- been in oh. La Mesa? It's on Navajo, and I always plug this place, Beef and Bun. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's the worst name for a restaurant. <laughs> but it's this fun. mom it. and pop shop, and it's been there, God, ever since I was even in high school. It's been there, but they oh. do all like hamburgers and stuff. But they have the best milkshakes you will ever eat in your life, and fried mm. zucchini. Oh, and nice. it's this little hole in the wall shop called Ma- it's called Beef and Bun, and it's on um, Fletcher Parkway in La Mesa, Al Cajon area, and it's oh, been there God. for years. I mean, oh, ever yeah. since high school, we used to go there all the time. Beef and uh, bun. Oh, my God. That sounds, I mean, that's it's what so I love good. to do. Well, sometimes what we like to do is we like to pick a genre of food, okay? Yeah. So we go, okay, let's have, like, food from El Salvador today. Then we go to oh. all the Salvadorian places and get, like, pupusas and all these different things. Like, we did that, like, two weekends ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I will say... Okay, there's a place. I don't know if you've been. Pomegranates, the Russian Yes, place. over on oh Alcoa Boulevard. I used oh to live around the corner yeah. from there. Pomegranates, nobody oh. knows about this place. No one I'm, knows. It's the so bread, good. Right? Yes, thank you. Oh, God. oh my God, my it's so mouth. good. Wait, what is it? Oh. Pomegranate. No, but it is, what, what is, it's just the bread, this oh, bread, bread that they see. Oh. Yeah, it has cheese and an egg, butter. Oh, Oh, it's so good. I am so surprised you guys brought that up. Nobody knows about pomegranate. No, it it was amazing. It's so cool. You it's a very cool little restaurant on Alcohol Boulevard, and it's all Russian food. It Ooh. used to be very small, but then people started discovering it, so they bought the building right next to it and expanded yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and they're still there, and it gets crowded, though. People yeah. love that spot. It's so good. That's so funny you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious, delicious. It okay, is. 
I'm gonna read you one review, okay? okay yes. Now, and I and I write reviews quite often, but this was from a year ago. I gave him five stars. It was a Blue Water Grill, okay? Oh, I know Blue Water Grill. Okay. Isn't that down near Emission Hills? This one was in Carlsbad. Oh, the Carlsbad. There I go. Okay. You ready? This is the best clam chowder, hands down. I hadn't eaten any fish or meat for a year. I tried this place for the first time, and I could not believe the flavors dancing on my tongue. It was to die for, and I loved it. Like, I really go into detail. <laughs> it's like deep thoughts. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're deep. I even reviewed my dentist one time. No, you did not. I You're did. like, that. they got in there with the clean teeth have never been better. Wider. Yeah, <laughs> they were so smooth. And, uh, I'll get into the details. Here's another one. Wheat yes, and sir. water. What wheat, is it? Wheat and water and bird rock. Had the buffalo wings, absolutely would come back. They were crisp, crunchy, and I cannot stop thinking about them. We'll be back soon. <laughs> crisp. Crunchy. crunchy. <laughs> oh yeah, it's one of those good ones. Though. Keely's not a huge like negative review type person. Yeah, I encourage people to go. Oh, places. you guys know the taco stand, right? Which one? Which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah one, which one? The one in La Jolla. Okay, so I like. Oh yes, yeah, that's yeah. been there a yeah. while, hasn't it? Always no, no, has no, it. Well, there's another taco place that wasn't getting too much attention, so I gave him a little boost. I said, <laughs> "Grab the chicken taco right down the corner." So grab the chicken taco here. It was unbeatable. <laughs> I would even go as far to say it's better than the taco stand. It was delicious. <laughs> it's so tasty. I, just, I think that'll be Wait, my next so, place. Okay, so if you're where what part of San Diego are you 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 all in? Are you We're in the like Bird Rock area? Okay, so okay. you're over, yeah, yeah. so if you come down to the Gaberhood, which is Hillcrest, everybody. Oh yeah, go to uh, La Vacidad on Fifth. They have really good tacos. Yeah. Oh, oh they're so good. Go over there. <laughs> yeah, they're right next to one of our favorite bars, number one on Fifth. Yes, they're right next door, and it's a it's a um, siblings that own it, two brothers, two brothers that own the restaurant, and they've it's so cool inside the decor. They they are so freaking friendly. Everybody yeah. that works there, and all they do is tacos. It is so so good, and, and they have good. live. They have a uh, live uh, Mexican music yeah. on. I think Friday and Saturday nights on their little patio. It is so oh cool. My- yeah, <laughs> but La Vecidad on, fi- on yeah, Fifth Avenue. Really yeah, good. they're really good. I'm I'm going. I'm like yeah. I'm ready to just go to all of these places. You got me For hungry. Sure. I, I know. Just, I'm hungry. I now know. Too. Me too. Oh my god, we're already like past time. We are way past <laughs> time. <laughs> We've been talking. Oh my god, I am so happy you guys came on the show. It has yeah, been an absolute you. joy having the both of you uh-huh. here. Yeah. How do people find you? How do they find coming out happy and your TikTok? Give them all the plugs so they can go and follow you guys. Okay. Yep. All right. So let's start you off with the website. Okay. Comingouthappy.com. If you want to see us on TikTok, you want to see me rolling out of bed in the morning, you know, creating that kind of content, coming out happy team on TikTok. And then if you want to go over to Instagram, coming out happy is the name there. So there go check go. us out. We'd love to hear from you, how you like the show. Don't worry. We'll send the reviews over your way too. Uh, and if you need a good recommendation, we'll definitely let you know. There you go. And how do people find you, Eric? You can find me on Instagram sobbing, asking why I'm single <laughs> at Daddy Bear Eric. <laughs> you can follow me. It's Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni on Instagram. Uh, you can follow the show. It's who invited her underscore podcast on Twitter. No, wait, on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> We're who invited her SD on Twitter and Facebook. You can always email us at the gang at 
who invited her dot net. Thank you. Go on the website. You can find our merchandise. And don't forget to check out Hims and Hers for all of your skincare needs and all of that good stuff. Um, we will be back next week. I think we're going to have a very... Yes. Somebody who hasn't been on the show in yes. a very long time is Miriam T. Maybe making an appearance back on the show, which Yay. I'm super excited for. Um, but that is it for us. Thank you, Danny and Keely, um, so yeah. much for coming on the show. You guys had to come back on in person yes. when all oh this God. pandemic yes. stuff calms yeah. down. Yeah. I would love to. I would yeah, love to and be shoot the shit with us. You, <laughs> you guys are funny. Yes. <laughs> but you guys, we will see everybody next week. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you're following us on YouTube. You can check us out every Tuesday night at 7.30 on Out at TV. And we will see you all next week. Let me find my music. Bye. Bye. <laughs>